Hello everybody, my name is Darren and I write a blog called The Demon's Voice, about movies and shit like that. You can find it at demonsvoice.blogspot.com and I'm also on Twitter at demonsvoice, of which you should definitely follow me because why the fuck not? Hi you all, hope you're well, it's been a good week for you all, it's been shit as ever for me. I don't know when in the future you might be listening to this, but right now we're still in lockdown as the apocalypse ravages the planet. It's all very exciting slash boring as fuck. I went out for a run the other day and I saw a banner that was being hung from a school that said, As the people stayed at home, the world came together. Which I'm sure was a joke about wanking. Seems a bit young for them, but whatever. I mean, there's not much else to do right now, is there? As you might have guessed, I'm quite a big film fan, though. And so, the other day, and for purely investigative reasons, I did decide to investigate one of these online movies in which adults give each other special cuddles to show each other how much they love each other. And, I don't know, then they call each other pet names like Dirty Slut and stuff like that. I don't remember what the one that I watched was called. I suppose it doesn't really matter, does it? It's not, it's not important. Uh, I don't know what it was. Pissed Off Girlfriends, Fuck Busty Best Friend 5 or something like that. I don't know. It's not important, but I watched it for its cinematography and to assess the acting, which was all very good. And after I'd finished, and by that I mean after it had finished, I decided to just chill on YouTube for a bit. I'd watched the film on my phone, and so I turned the sound back up uh, for YouTube, but it still wasn't working, the sound, and so I flicked the sound button on the side of my phone, and that didn't seem to do it. Then I remembered that sometimes my phone just connects to my earphones, and so I turned the Bluetooth off my phone, and then from downstairs I heard, disconnected from Darren's iPhone. Here's a little tip for you. If you're going to sneak onto a bit of porn and you don't live alone, then, I don't know, make sure it's not connected to the house's Alexa first. I had to go downstairs and then suddenly pretend that I'd developed a keen interest in women's wrestling. Oh, it's really good, but they don't half go for it, and some of the names they call each other whilst fighting are absolutely terrible. I do like the scissor move, which seemed quite effective at finishing her off. Ugh, I had to go for a run after that and just get out of the house. I felt so much shame. Every time I kind of thought about going home, I remembered that they'd all just heard the porn I was watching. Ended up running another few miles. I did ten miles overall that day, like Forrest fucking Gump. Anyway, luckily it's been another week in which Netflix have released a film that uh, isn't porn. Uh, it's called Extraction, which admittedly does sound a bit porny, and stars Chris Hemsworth. Uh, I guess I'll talk to you about that now. Uh, so, cheers and enjoy. If Eve was made from a piece of Adam's rib, then I'd suggest that Chris Hemsworth was grown from a slither of God's own cock. Have you seen Chris Hemsworth? Has he been here since the dawn of time? Because he looks like the archetypal alpha human that the rest of us mere mutants might have once spawned from. I see him as the first completely pure wolf to walk out of the forest, before being bred with increasingly inferior creatures, until you end up with us, his Shih Tzu descendants. We are the bastard mongrels of his original superbeing, and I feel fucking sick about myself. As an atheist, I find the Garden of Eden to be quite a far-fetched story, but if I'd not seen Chris Hemsworth with my own eyes, then I'd probably say the same about him. There might not be any treacherous snake involved here, but have you seen Hemsworth's arms? In his new action film Extraction, they're so fat and veiny that they look like a close-up of a porn star's dick. After years of being exposed to unnecessarily misogynistic online pornography, my brain has been conditioned to expect him to shout, Choke on this, you bitch, every time he'd punch somebody in the fucking face. I don't know where the filmmakers took inspiration from from these fight scenes, but they reminded me of a blooper reel from fucking Deep Throat. At one point in this film, he jumps off a cliff and lands straight into the sea, which I can only assume was a special effect, for fear of the ensuing tsunami being an extinction-level event that would devastate our entire fucking planet had it been done for real. The irony is that all of that might arguably be the biggest problem for his new Netflix film, Extraction. 
The movie begins with a young Indian kid being kidnapped and Hemsworth's black market mercenary, Tyler Rake, being hired to get him back. What's his name I hear you ask in confusion? Yes, his name is Tyler Rake. And yes, at one point he does kill somebody with a fucking rake. I have no clue how they came up with his name, but I suppose we should all be grateful that they didn't just settle with Bobby Buttplugs instead. It is, however, a shame that they settled on the old white saviour cliché as the crux of their entire fucking film, though, I suppose. The kid is taken by non-white captors who have an army of non-white goons working for them, and with the film reveling in having the heroically and definitely white Chris Hemsworth kick the living shit out of them. I don't think this was intended maliciously, but rather because the filmmakers have accidentally stumbled onto a cinematic trope that we really should have done away with by now. There are a few moments in which a little nuance is attempted, and it's suggested that Hemsworth's character might not be the moral superior that he's presented as, but he's still a badass who spends two hours beating the shit out of a never-ending conveyor belt of darker-skinned goons, and I know this white saviour thing isn't exclusively Hemsworth's fault, but he is an Aryan poster boy that is even more perfect than the Nazis could have once dared to dream. Seeing normal people on screen with him is like watching a pig fuck a donkey because it just doesn't seem right and it doesn't seem fair. There is, however, an action scene about 30 minutes into the movie, which is frankly fucking incredible. The representation in this movie is a little dubious, I thought to myself, before a fight scene started, and I thought, oh, hang on a second, this punchy scene is a bit fun. Extraction is the directorial debut of Sam Hargrave, who had previously made a name for himself as the stunt coordinator on both the Marvel films and 2017's Punchathon Atomic Blonde. If you remember the insane single-take fight in that latter movie, then it's clear what Hargrave was aiming to beat. Extraction has a fight that begins as a car chase before becoming a shootout that descends into a punch-up that ramps back up into being a knife fight before eventually concluding as a truck chase and then an explosion. Like Atomic Blonde, this is all made to look like it was captured in just the one take too, with it having such a kinetic energy in its 12 minute running time that I felt it shat all over 1917's recent effort of making an entire movie this way. I was trying to figure out why this scene was so cool, whereas the one shot of 1917 felt like being stuck on a rickety old ghost train, and I think it's simply down to the fact that the fight in Extraction follows more than just the one person. There's only one main character in 1917, and as the film follows him, the tracking shot begins to feel as though it's taking place entirely on rails. By contrast, the camera flies around the chaos of the multiple characters here, to the point that it reminded me of those corridor sequences from Scooby-Doo. You know, the ones in which the gang run back and forth through a series of doors with different people, constantly appearing in and out of each one. It was like one of those, but if the animators had been paid up front and in coffee and cocaine. Perhaps the problem is that despite some insanely watchable action, there's very little else worth sticking about for here. If this was a porno, then it'd be one that gives just as much time to why the boiler actually does need fixing. Extraction is pretty much just another version of Man on Fire, but with less time dedicated to characterization than Tony Scott's underrated 2004 Avenger in which a man gets a bomb up his bum. If the villains had been given even one ounce of personality, perhaps they'd have felt a little less caricatured, but as things stand they felt perfectly designed for use in a Trump campaign film. At one point a villain starts throwing children off a roof for no hugely obvious reason. Well, beyond the fact that children are clearly fucking annoying of course. And I appreciate that the filmmakers were likely trying to find a quick way of establishing the character's moral leanings here, but I'd argue that perhaps there are more subtle ways of doing that than instantly settling on infanticide. Even Hemsworth's character is paper thin, with little going on beyond a tragic backstory that seems to exist solely to justify a stage direction that likely said, the Warcracker feels a sad one here. In general, Hemsworth is an absolute exaggeration of a human, and the idea that you could cast him in a role that was intended to be gritty feels pretty misjudged. This is a character called Peter Lawnmower, or Daryl Sprinkler, or Johnny Hosepipe, or whatever the fuck it was called. 
Hemsworth is at his best when he has his tongue in his cheek, and he is fully aware that he's essentially a live-action cartoon character, and that is what this film should have been. In fact, do you know who this movie would have been fucking perfect for? Gerard fucking Butler? Playing gritty characters in clearly ludicrous movies that have somewhat dubious politics are absolutely his bread and butter. Hemsworth's character is meant to be depressed, but does he look depressed? Of course he fucking doesn't. He's six foot two and looks like he could make my skull explode by just squeezing it. Note that I said skull there and not head, I don't want you thinking I meant my dick. I wasn't picturing him crushing my dick, no siree. My point is that surely you can't maintain that level of physical perfection when you're depressed. Or maybe you can, but I just know that when I'm feeling depressed the last thing I want to do is a thousand fucking press ups and then eat five fucking chickens. But would I believe that Jared Butler is a depressed character called Tyler Brake? Of course I would, fucking look at him, he's Scottish. Had this been a Butler movie I'd have likely left it thinking it was a bit generic, but still one of the better made examples of his kind of shit. The action in Butler's movies are generally muddled and unwatchable anyway, and so this would have been a real step up for him. The movie would have ended and I'd have thought, well, that was another dubious depiction of another race, but at least he's shown some improvement on the action, maybe Butler can be taught. I'm not saying that this is a bad movie and that you shouldn't watch it, it's an average movie that's problems are simply highlighted by the golden glow of its lead actor. It's fine. It killed two hours and I barely questioned my sexuality even once. What more can you want from an action movie starring Chris Hemsworth? Thanks for listening, motherfuckers, and see you next time.